Hey, the Pistons are scrappy, but it's quickly looking like we got all our balls in that lottery bag. Down! Hut! 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 Aw, Lions fans drinking that Kool-Aid Super Bowl! Hey, disagree with me or don't. That's how it works. Hut! Hut! All right, everybody. Hey, welcome back. It's another episode of DWMOD meets All Right Bet. We got the NFL Playoff Pick'em Challenge. And as always for this contest, we got my man, Andy St. Clair, and my man, Anthony Finelli in the house. Fellas, how was that weekend of football for you, man? You know, it's always great. We had, what, six games? I have to say, I didn't mind the uh, two, two, and two, the Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I liked the two on Monday, though the, the early morning uh, time slot where there was like five hours of no footballs you were waiting was the <laughs> only thing that was driving me a little crazy. So we're going to adjust those times a little bit, NFL. I'm all for two, two, and two. Yeah, not bad. I don't, I don't know about the, the Monday game. Now. Right, right, exactly. One Monday, yeah, I mean, yeah. fine. Two Mondays, I, I didn't mind, but just let's move it a little earlier because, you know, out here on the West Coast, like it was like one uh, 1.30 when the game started. And I was like, and especially when you have young kids and I, Anthony, I know you have young kids, like you're up early and you're, you're just looking at the clock and you're like, I got another six hours until football starts. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was a long day on the East coast. You're sitting here waiting until four 30 and I'm like, man, it's almost dark, man. And then the game finally comes on. So it was a little different for me, but you know, it's right though. Anthony got them youngsters, man. You're waiting all day. Monday throws you off because in the game, what time did the game start at like one 30? Yeah. Uh, PST on a Monday. That's so that, that, that threw me off, but yeah, I missed the 10 AM games are are nice um, yeah. Pacific standard, especially when you're um, used to your team losing, because that way your whole day's not ruined. You still have like an afternoon. Yeah. But uh, two, two, and two was good. There's no Monday game this week, though. Right. I no. do believe, right? No. Nope. It's all. Nope. Oh, it's all Saturday, Sunday. But yeah, I think that worked out well, probably for the thing that was crazy was the everything, what everyone's complaining about. I don't know what this means, Nielsen wise, but most streamed on Peacock for the Dolphins and Chiefs. Sure. But like, I don't know what that means in terms of streaming minutes versus viewers on like a regular telecast. But it wasn't. I had to. I had to buy it on a Peacock. I had right. to get it. I, I know. I would man. love it to was... see. I would love to see the numbers of like the how many people dropped Peacock after that, right? Like, oh, like, it's got to be like a ninety percent at yeah, least right? turn on that. For sure, yeah. I did. Yeah, I did. My or people like my my parents, uh, you know, they they live in southern Missouri, so they they're not in the Kansas City area. Uh, so they, uh, I asked my dad. My mom's like told my dad like you just get the seven day trial. My dad was like, no, he won't do it. He wouldn't. He would stand on his principles. He'd listen to the Chiefs game on the radio like it was the sixties. Love he, it. We're playing. He's like, I won't do it because you know he knows what's going to happen. He's going to get Peacock. He's absolutely going to forget about it. And yep. at the end of the year, he's going to be like, wait, where is this $100 going? And then he's going to figure it out. He's like, that was an expensive Chiefs game. He was just right yeah. He's not going to do it. Yeah, it was. I'll tell you what, too, man. I got to put Peacock on blast for the commercials for that thing, too. I'm watching the commercials, and my man's like, for the first time in NFL history, a playoff game will stream on Peacock. And then at the end, they're like, you don't want to miss history. I'm like, yeah, because we're all going to be like 15 years from now. Like, I remember where I was when the right. first playoff game streamed right. on Peacock, man. What? Yeah. 
It was like the JFK assassination, but yeah. football. You were you knew where you were. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I, I hate it when like NFL guys and journalists like get so I get it because it's their job, but they're like on who broke the news. But it's just like for the people that are just consuming it, it's just like I don't care if Schefter broke it or someone yeah. else broke it. Just tell me what the actual real news is. Right. Like, I, right. I don't I don't know. I know that's a very that's a loose thing yep. loose staff. it is because usually the 10th guy that broke it has the right story <laughs> you yeah, know what i mean the right. first nine it's like well that wasn't right well it's that like wasn't you guys right. think people care about that and they that's way inside baseball that's only you guys yeah where were care, you when care. you first watched the streaming game i know where were you when peacock first street shut up man like i don't <laughs> it's so stupid anyway man let's jump into some quick hits this week guys <laughs> All right, guys. So rookie quarterbacks this weekend in the playoffs, man. Like, let's touch on this thing. CJ Stroud and Love. Look, I know Love's not technically a rookie, but he's a rookie. He's first year starting in the NFL. Um, man, Packers go into Dallas and just we thought Dallas might get exposed, but my God, somebody threw the door open to the dark room and it was bad news, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, the uh the love has been, you know, they were like two and five. And then love has been the second half of the year. Just they, they figured it out, right? Like LaFleur, I, I have to admit that going into this year, I, I kind of thought LaFleur was an okay coach. I didn't think he was great or that good. I, I, my, my opinion of LaFleur has changed a lot. I think in the last 10 weeks, the last 10 NFL weeks. So, you know, they, they, they clearly, I mean, the gap between LaFleur and McCarthy was, you know, is sizable ultimately. And LaFleur was maybe this is the year that LaFleur kind of probably had the most fun coaching because, you know, he had Rogers those three years. I'm sure he would tell Rogers run this play. And Rogers was probably like, no man, we're going to run this play. And he's like, fuck, you know, I probably, he was probably looking for the door and then they traded him. He's like, honey, honey, take the house off the market. Well, I think we're going to stay, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I got. I gotta say, first of all, I don't. I don't agree with the uh, Jordan Love as a rookie. He's been in NFL systems for years now. Yeah, there's a lot to go to say that practicing. Yeah. Play, oh, I get it. It's like time in the game, but yeah. The, I think this. What's this? He's the highest rated quarterback since like week eleven or twelve out of yeah, everybody, man. and like his his receivers. It's been a revolving door of injuries and backfield. You know, mm-hmm. Aaron Jones, I don't know what his total uh, game count was, but Dylan's been in and out. So it's just like, I mean, who could have predicted that? The team that barely squeaks in, uh, knocks off the perennial number two that everyone said, again, Cowboys would take it for what it's worth. This was their year. But it's just like, were they looking ahead? I mean, mm-hmm. NFC, NFC East, what a stink show. What was the – I mean – what was the final to the Cowboys? 48-32, but oh, what yeah. was it? Well, they they were letting them score at the end. Yeah. all these yeah. garbage points and garbage yep. everything. But it was like, no one for the Cowboys seemed to care. It was weird. Yeah. Like, I, well, they just had no answer. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was you know, the, the pack uh, – the Packers had the Cowboys right where you got to put the Cowboys to put them away. You get up on them early, and then that defense can't go into that mode where they're just like pinning their ears back and coming after you throwing the football because you got to try to throw the ball to get back in the game. You know what I mean? Once you got up on them, that team is built to straight up rush the passer, and that's it. That defense looks lost when the offense is in control of we can be patient here. 
I mean, they just look lost, man. They do, you know. Yeah, you know, the, the the other thing, you know, if you're just I was just thinking about this yesterday. It's like Jordan Love is the best uh, quarterback left playing in the NFC. Like if if you're just picking a team like best quarterback left, if I was starting a, a, a quarter picking a quarterback to start out of the NFC teams, uh, just NFC, I, I, Jordan Love would be the number one pick. Right. So like I, I think I think he has to be right. He just absolutely. So it's like at that point, if I'm mixing these two things, yeah, I know the golf head over here. Yeah, I said golf maybe, but oh, hey. <laughs> no, there's no way, no way. I, I, if if uh, if you're making a pick, uh, you know, if you want to just kind of put a little future on something, I, I think right now in the NFC, like I I think the best bet future wise is Green Bay to win the NFC, and if you do that, you add like 1100. Then if you do that, I think you got to take Green Bay to win the Super Bowl. It's crazy to say, but look, they went into Detroit and beat them at Thanksgiving. Trust yep. me, I lost a ton of money on that game. I have me that too. game burned into my brain. So if they beat San Francisco and it's, let's say the Lions win, okay, then I, it's going to be a, a very interesting game. So I just think it's the best bet on the board, and you're going to get the best quarterback, and, and that is advantageous yeah what they say for value that's a pretty yeah. good value with an outside chance right now there's no doubt about that i'll agree with the point you made earlier too andy about uh the floor like it just goes to show you man when a good coach has control of the team and some diva's not running the team and you don't have to walk around in kid shoes and you can actually just be in charge and the guys buy in you see that these coaches are way better than you think man like even in kansas city like Mahomes has every every reason to be a diva and call every shot he wants. He doesn't. Reed calls the shots, and that's why that team works. You got to let the coach be the coach, man. I right. mean, you've been in situations like that, Anthony, right? Well, look at the four NFC teams. Like, yeah, all four quarterbacks. Not one of them is like Baker's. What the least pay, besides Purdy, he's the least paid out right. of all the quarterbacks left. And Purdy's just because you know he was basically drafted when I was. Basically, you know what I mean? Right. Like just in the and he beat you by one. Pretty beat you yeah, by one. Beat me by one. That's true. <laughs> by one. By uh, one. But that's true. Like I, I've always said that, and like I, I hammered on with the Bills, but once they, I know that's, we'll get to that. But it's like once they stopped having to try to force feed the ball to Diggs to make him happy, they became a better team because it's yeah. so many pieces that go into it. And it's just like, look at the four teams that are left. Like, if you were, if you're playing the pack, I mean, Niners don't count, kind of take them out because they have so many weapons. But if you're playing the Packers, like, no one really stands out on offense as that guy. You got all the young receivers, you got Wicks, you got Watson. If mm -hmm. Aaron Jones is healthy, he's still pretty formidable. And then the same thing, like, with the Lions. Like, if Laporta doesn't beat you, Brown will, St. Brown will. And then they got the two back. It's just, it's nice to see the teams in the playoffs currently. Yeah, Mahomes is an outlier as like a diva that, or non diva that would be one. Same thing with Lamar. Lamar Jackson's very buttoned yeah. up too. Um, yeah, he is. And it's, I'd like I like to see that. It's like yeah, the teams win, and of course now all you're going to hear all week from everybody outside of this is going to be talking about the Cowboys and just Dak and just Jalen Hurts and just this. Just like yeah, it's a team game, guys. Yep. Yep, that's all they're doing, man. I had to put uh, what is a first take. I had to put first take on blast yesterday on Twitter. I'm like, man, all you guys can talk about is how bad the Cowboys got their ass beat. There was another game on yesterday, and it was a really good football game with a better story than this game, and I ain't even talking about it. Yeah. I mean, I, nobody's talking about the Lions game, and I'm, I'm not just as a Lions fan. From a story standpoint, Stafford Hall of Famers going home. We've been through it. McVay got the whole thing, and you're like, oh, Cowboys lost. Big story. What? 
stop it. You know, it's annoying, man. It was annoying. But speaking about divas uh, tearing up a team. What is up with the meltdown in Philly, man? Like, what happened there? What was it, six in the last seven? I, I think this, okay. Broken clock, right, twice a day. That was like my only good call was the Eagles and Bucks, And it was just Nailed like it. about the fourth loss out of the five for the Eagles. Like everyone was just like, they're going to turn it around. But after that Giants game the last week of the season, it was just like, no, they're not. No. And that game, first of all, how are professional athletes that bad? You just got to stand in front of people and let them run you over, then attack them. I mean, those tackles, those, those, the two first touchdown passes that Baker threw were, what, seven, eight-yard passes that yeah. they just broke through bad angles, through bad tackles. And then the offense, they they went to Swift early for like two or three rushes, and he was getting like five or six a chunk, and they were like, nah, we're done with that. We don't have A.J. Brown. Devontae Smith played great, but like yeah. it, it was – no one looked like they wanted to play. Like they mm-hmm. just were like, all right, we're just here to be here. I don't know. That yeah, was kind of like – I mean, I was cheering for the Bucks, but I don't think anybody kind of expected that. It was just like look at everyone on the Bucks team going nuts. Sidelines, coaches, players on the field. It was, Eagles, it was just nothing. And then once they got stopped in the tush push, it was like, oh, they're done. Like, and Hurts oh, yeah. took that weird safety. That was yeah. Just what like was that? Throw it away. An odd play for him where he physically he couldn't get away physically, which he usually does. And then that yeah. that was just weird because he they, that ball was snapped at like the three or four. Like that wasn't. And if you, I think that was the same. Was that the same drive where Gainwell? Like tried to go outside and reverse field and lost like eight yards. So yep, I mean, it, was just, yeah. it was like little kid stuff. It was like, what it are you was. guys doing? It was. I didn't understand that call though. Like he was clearly outside the tackles and threw the ball away, and then they called grounding. And I was like, wait a minute, what now? Or he was already down. I, I thought he was already down. Angle of it. They never showed another angle of it. They just like, and he's righty, so we like couldn't really see, you know, yeah. from our angle. I don't know. That, I just that didn't was get it. I was like, these referees just, I don't know if they know what the hell's going on sometimes. If he's down, he's down, which I think he was on the one short replay they showed. I thought he was down anyway. It was a safety. But they're like, got together and discussed it and threw a flag for grounding. And I'm like, he's over by the pylon throwing that ball yeah. over. I think it's outside the tackles. Well, then I, I think it goes back to your point you made last week, Mike, was just like the Bears. They like, they got rid of everyone but Eberflus. What do you think the, you think the Eagles do the reverse? We get Sirianni, but we ride with the coordinators. Because they only had one year. Because Eagles are yeah. aging on defense, a couple of those guys are going to be gone. So it's like, what do you, what exactly do you do? But that was brutal. What a ten and one to that. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, they, they, I think they're over under too. By the way, in the year was eleven and a half. Can you imagine? I didn't bet it, but can you imagine holding a ticket for the over at eleven and a half and they're ten and oh, one? Man. Yeah, that would yeah. be just horrifying. That would have been horrifying. Yeah, I don't you know, know what they do, man. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I. The Eagles have fired coaches for a lot less. One of them coaches in Kansas City, you know, for sure. They fired Peterson after two years, after winning a Super Bowl, right? Yep. So, I, you know, yeah, that's I – think, I think if you're looking for, like, a Belichick spot to me or a Vrabel spot, that, that's the spot, uh, ultimately, you know, is, is, is a spot there, depending on a few things. I, I don't know. If you, you know, I'll just touch on the Eagles game. I, I, I'm with you, Anthony. I thought when the tush push didn't go in, didn't work, that's when I thought the game was over because there were so many times in the safety, right? The safety and the tush push that didn't get. I was like, oh, this is this is done. 
you know, the, the Bucks yeah. were clearly the better team in the first quarter, maybe even in the second quarter. But the game wasn't out of reach, right? Eagles had some opportunities. They were driving, and then they would stall out at, like, the 45 or, you know. Like, I, I legit thought, and I texted you guys, if they could score, if they get a touchdown, I still think they're going to win. But they just never could get over the hump. And I thought that touch push on fourth and one, when they didn't get it, then I was like, oh, well, now they're in trouble, right? Like, it's like what it's like when uh, like Hogan body slams Andre. You're like, oh, he's gonna lose, right? He yeah. shouldn't lose because I think I maybe text you guys once. It was like fourth and one or two, and they or third and two, and they threw it. And I, I think I text you guys, why didn't yeah. they run it for a yard and then do the play that works 97% of the time? It doesn't make oh, yeah. any sense. Like, you it, for the Eagles, it should be three first three downs to get a first down, right? Just get close. We'll get the touch push and it's money in the bank. Yeah, but, they just look like the, nobody, they just weren't on the same page, like the sideline language the whole game. I mean, you see that clip of, of Goddard over there just reaming Hurts, and Hurts is just sitting there like this on the bench, like just looking off in the distance, like I could give a fuck what any of you have to say. Like, yeah. I think he was burned out on all of them. Um, I, I mean, you could just see it everywhere. It just looks like that team just totally fell apart and it's Kelsey's last game. He knows he's retiring and shit and they can't get it together. And I'm just like, now listen, Sirianni, he, what they lost both coordinators, right? Like offense and yep. defensive coordinator coming into this season. That's a tough thing. It is. Those guys were but good. Those guys were, were good. Really good. Very really good. good. I guess it just leads me to, it's gotta be the coach right now, right? You're not getting rid of any of these players. And if you're going to have to bring in new offensive and defensive coordinators, it looks like he's lost the room to me. I, I don't yeah. think he's a bad coach at all. At, right. But it just looks to me like he's lost the room. It's hard to get it back, you know? Yeah, I'm with you. It looks like like I think he's actually kind of a good coach. So yeah. if I'm the Eagles, I might try to hang on to him. But, boy, you know, that that game in the last seven weeks for the Eagles, it's it's going to be very hard for the the management to, like, hang in there with that guy, I think. So especially with all these great coaches just sitting there, right? Like, the Vrabel, I just, I'm just going to repeat what I said five seconds ago. Vrabel would be awesome as Philly's coach. That would be an awesome place for Vrabel. So, yeah, yeah. But you could also, you could steal good coordinators because Sirianni's not calling the plays. So it's like he's just, you know, overseen. He's a Tomlin situation. So you mm -hmm. could, he's, yeah, they lost coordinators, but they all, it, you, they also had horrible penalties they had like what three um illegal men downfield yeah. like way downfield like that's so something's off with the timing with the Blake that's just there's just so many things wrong with that machine like it wasn't just one little bolt was loose a bunch of little pieces were just unraveling I mean right. Devontae Smith who I still on if you look at him without his pads on he just would walk by on the street he'd, he'd knock him down he's, oh, but he's just right, yeah. out there that's the cool IT guy him shine. <laughs> and even if Brown's there. I mean, that's not a big difference. Like, because it was it was eighteen nine. Then the Bucks went down and scored again. But it was like, and the Bucks also. I think you know I'm gonna pat myself on the back for one thing because I failed on everything else. Was the Kate Otten? I think we all said yeah. he's gonna go to Otten, and Otten ended up with what eight or nine catches, but he also dropped. Yeah, like five yeah, balls. Like they had a total yeah. of six drops. So it's like Baker had a great day stat wise. Could have been even better wise percentage. I mean, right Mike now. Evans dropped that first one up the sideline. That is like rare. Well, that, that, well, that's the, you know, you get those Mike Evans games, right? Like 
sometimes he's like, it's like he's Spider-Man, right? It's like, just get the ball close and he grabs him. And then the, then there's some games where he's like me running a route in the NFL where it's like not even close, you know? Uh, so that that is one thing if you're the Lions, by the way, I'd be a little nervous about because uh, my, the Mike Evans game is coming, right? Because that's just something for the like, Because that dude's going to – he's not going to be as bad as he was yesterday, for sure. No, yeah, no. he usually – He can't be any worse. He's good for three catches, 130, and two TDs sometime in the near future. But right, they hit right. Hopkins, Bell – or it's not Bell. Uh, Dave Moore, like, getting yeah. the getting the other guys involved too. So it's like M- – Rashad White had a good game, and Edmonds looked quick. Remember Edmonds from the Cardinals? Like, yeah. he looked quick coming in off the bat. So, yeah, that's that thing. That's the thing for that Tampa Bay offense. If they can keep getting on the field, you know, Baker's got to have the oven warm. You know what I mean? He needs the oven warm. And that defense in Tampa Bay is helping him right now. They're playing real well, and they're getting him back on the field quickly, quickly, quickly. So that's going to be the key for Detroit this weekend is just get him on the sideline for a little bit, let that oven cool down, and then you'll see all the bread just doesn't rise. You know what I mean? Anyway, that's – but what's – Anthony, let me ask you this, man. McCarthy, is he out? Is he out? My personal opinion would be – no, because what's the alternative? You're just going to bring in, like, unless you bring in, wow. I think one of you guys said in the text chain where it's like, if if you bring in somebody that's, it's their show, then it's yeah. going to be different. If you don't bring anybody and it's still Jerry's show, then it's not going to be different. It's just interchangeable from Garrett to McCarthy. What's the difference? Since yeah. since Switzer, like, what is what has changed in terms of, like, the coaching? The players are still always going to, it's going to go, Jerry, then the players, then the coach. Like, that's the hierarchy with the Cowboys. So unless that changes, I like McCarthy. He's a Midwest dude. He's got that cool tool booth story when he was working for the Steelers. I think he got a bad rap in the in Green Bay. So, I mean, I like McCarthy, but it's like, I don't know. I mean, how much – when you lose by that much to a team you should beat by that much. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. That's not all on the coach. Like, I know a lot of it is, but obviously it comes from the top. So I don't know. I don't know. These guys don't know. Yeah. McCarthy's biggest problem is illiteracy, right? And his problem is illiteracy and the fact that he speaks 50 different languages, probably. He's an extremely intelligent guy. And by 50 different languages, I mean, he's probably smart in, in everyday life. He understands X's and O's like none of us in this room right now do. He's an extremely smart football guy, defense, offense, knows it all, speaks 100 football languages. He just doesn't understand the one language that's constant around the globe, and that's numbers. The guy cannot understand a clock. He has no idea. He has cost them so much with that. Like going, like he just doesn't understand. Like I think it was like right near the, I don't know if it was during the end of the half or whatever. And they were like, why are you calling a timeout right now to get the ball back? And they're like, man, he doesn't know he has him. I mean, it was this, he's bad, man. He's bad. Yeah. All the coaches they have in professional football, assistant quality control. I don't understand how there's not one person dedicated with three minutes left to being in the offense, the coach's ears and being like, like you even hear announcers sometimes too. Say there's like a minute and a half left and teams on their own, like 30 on second down and the defense takes a timeout. The, the booth guys like, why are they taking a timeout? It's like, cause they can get the ball back with a minute 15 and possibly get a field goal. It's just like, yeah. it's too, that boggles my mind the same way. Why isn't a kicker punting if yeah. the punter goes down? I don't well, get it. <laughs> Yeah, it's the same right. thing. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. It's like, how do you not have someone just like watching the clock and being like, all right, we need to burn one now. 
It's right. bad. It's right. bad. I just don't get it, man. But I, I'm going to agree with you about the coaching situation in Dallas. And I think that wasn't a text thread. I was like, listen, you're going to hear all week about Belichick and Harbaugh to Dallas. And I'm like, no way. There is no chance Harbaugh or Belichick is walking into that building to play second fiddle to Jerry. Not a chance. And he ain't looking to bring them in. No way. Uh, Andy, right or, no, or wrong? Well, you know, you know, Anthony was like, what are the other options? Like, there's a ton of good options. That's that is the thing. And, and the thing is, you know, I, I think if I'm generally with you guys, it's kind of Jerry wants to be the star. Right. He wants to he's the one giving these wild interviews after the game. I'm like, Jerry, you just sat in a fucking box and ate pretzels like you didn't do anything. Right. He's like the, one of the first interviews. He's like, I'm shocked. I can't believe we didn't win. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, You've been in the NFL for 30 years. You know how games work. Right. Like, right. The, the Pats, the undefeated Pats. Also, it's impossible. It's not like it's impossible. Uh, you know, my, I, I guess. So I think there are options. I think the, if, if you're hoping I, I believe Cowboys are going to keep McCarthy. I think they're going to do it one more year and I'll give you my prediction here in a minute. But I just think Jerry is the kind of guy who's like, he doesn't get rid of coaches. You know, Garrett was there like 35 years when he should have been there three, right? Campo, Ailey, Switzer. The only coach he hired then helped build the stadium was Bill Parcells. Like Parcells built that stadium. He needed the Cowboys to be kind of good Mm -hmm. so they could get the money to build the stadium. Bill Parcells went and got a great coach, right? Uh, and then you have McCarthy. McCarthy's not a, it wasn't a great, an exciting hire, I guess. You know, so I, 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 I kind of think of these coaches like restaurants. I, and they're like, so like, my point is like McCarthy's restaurant and his coaching style is like, he's got a pretty nice building. When you guys walk into, you're going to be like, oh, it's nice. Everything's set up. They got a lot of good tables. It looks good. You know, it's a little overpriced. But then you try the food and you're like, the food's fine. And then yeah. you don't go back. And then you don't go back to the restaurant. You're like, you know what? There are better restaurants, right? Like Belichick's restaurant is, is at, it looks plain, but the food's great, right? It's like, it, it's kind of like, a, it's a little hole in the wall restaurant. Yeah. You know, the floors is like a little ma and pa shop, but if the food's great, you know, Shanahan's is, is, is sharp looking and, and, and like a restaurant in the future. And the food's really good. McCarthy's is his restaurant is a like a fancy looking restaurant, but the food's fucking average. And and that is the problem with the Cowboys. The food's average, right? Yeah. Dak doesn't show up. He does. He Dak never shows up in the playoffs that, you know, the Cowboys are, they have to, in my opinion, they should make a change, but I don't think they will. I think they're going to keep their coach. My prediction, if I'm just going on a limb, this is like plus 1000. I think they're going to hire Deion Sanders next year. I think they're going to let Sanders coach Colorado this year, finish out the last season with his son, and then Jerry is going to bring in a guy he considers a core member of the 90s Cowboys, even though though it is not true. But that's what Jerry considers to be a core member. And I think it's going to be Dion. Wow. It'll be be the flashy, splashy hire. Hey, that's – I don't know, man. I think it goes against everything we were just saying, right, Anthony? I mean, that's the Dion show, but that sounds crazy. But hey, I've, I've seen Dion, Dion and Jerry are close. Dion and Jerry, yeah. like Jerry yeah. respects Dion. That is key. That is very key into coaching for Jerry. Jerry needs to respect you, and he he has to have some respect for you. And Dion respects Jerry. He understands 
But Dion's going to say that in this, in a year from now, when we rewind and do this clip, and when it happens, Dion's going to be like, "This is Jerry's house, but this is Brian's house." Right? He's going to do that whole thing, and it's going to be Dion coaching the Cowboys. That's my like wild prediction for twenty. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. I'd argue Dion's coaching food is is mediocre anyway. But you go ahead, Anthony. <laughs> Uh, the Dion thing. I'm I'm still waiting for Dion to coach a team without his sons before I jump on that. Like yeah. he's been with his sons at every level, so I'm just like, will he have the same passion? And also at the pro level, like, are players going to put up with their coach being a celebrity like they can at the college level? That would be my thing because Dion's yeah, interesting. It he's it's 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 the that would be the Dion Sanders Cowboys, not the Dallas Cowboys. So it's like. That'd be, I mean, a huge splash. That would be news. Be interesting. Nonstop. Be interesting. Doesn't even matter if they win games. Like that's yeah. just that's just news. I don't know. But also, Dion, about- like Dion's had health problems. Does he want to do that? You know what I mean? He can kind of just know. sit around in Colorado and it have him off the road. Right? It takes Dion off the road in that that's way. True. He knows, like he's going to be in the South. He can tell. It's like he can sign players. Jerry will be like the checkbooks open. I, I think there's a lot of positives. I think I, I've always kind of thought Dion wants to coach in the NFL. I, you know, Dion can be like, God has told me to coach. God, like, I don't believe yeah. it personally. Yeah, right, right. You know, I, I just, I yeah. Told me to coach the Cowboys. So here yeah, I am. Right, right. Eventually we're going to get right. there, you know. Yeah, I think like, I, I guess I just think like Jerry has a lot of options this year. And I, I just don't, I don't know if he's going to choose the button because he typically doesn't. Yeah. You know, Belichick's not going to work there. Well, unless Belichick no. is, becomes completely different no. person overnight, no. I don't see how he puts up with Jerry. Vrabel's possible. Again, I'm, I'm putting Vrabel at any job I can get. Vrabel so. can fit in any job. The right. way he coaches, he'll fit in any job. And it's not going to be Carroll. Carroll, then Seahawks will never let him go to the Cowboys. Right? You know. No. The other, the no. other coach who I think, you know, in a week we could be talking about is Tomlin. Like I, like, I wouldn't be shocked if Tomlin, you know, he left the presser. His contract's a mess. We're going to get to that. <laughs> He's been awesome. But that's that would be the coach. Yeah, know. yeah. I mean, hey, maybe you guys are both right. Maybe it's Dion to Dallas and they draft Shador, and there you go. Boom. Lines all up perfectly, right? Maybe that Why happens. Not? Yeah, I mean, but I will tell you this. Isn't, I didn't even think about drafting his son. Yeah. By the way, right. it, it's, it's one, it gives Anthony always coaching his son. Yeah. Is, yeah. And right. it's. And it, like it, it's a good call, yeah. And, and I love I heard you heard it here first, so you heard that here first, guys. Dion to the Cowboys, and they draft Shador. But I'll tell you one other thing: you heard here first, and we got receipts for this one, Andy. At mid-season, an all right bet, like well before the college playoffs had started, we were saying it's going to be Harbaugh in San in San Diego, and with the Chargers, we're like Harbaugh to the Chargers, man. Harbaugh is yeah. going to wind up with the Chargers, and it's looking like that is probably going to happen. But we'll see. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe, right? Harbaugh, Harbaugh's finicky. I don't. I have to admit that the one thing about Harbaugh, I don't understand his career arc. Right? Like a lot of guys, when they get in one of college football or NFL, they just stay there, right? Eventually. But Harbaugh doesn't. Like he went to the Super mm-hmm. Bowl, San Francisco, probably should have won. The team was pretty good. Then he then he got ran out because of whatever reason. And then he went to Michigan, won a national title. You'd be like, you're probably good there. You could just stay at Michigan and then literally have a statue outside the stadium in like 35 years and be like, you're like the new Bo Schembechler. And he's like, yeah. after he goes to town, he's like, I'm out, guys. I'm out to this rebuilding, shitty, fanless-based uh, Los Angeles Chargers team because they got an awesome quarterback. I'm like, 
dude, you can recruit the best fucking quarterbacks to come to Michigan. So I, you know, I don't, I just don't get it. I don't get it. He's, he's always been a goal chaser, right? I mean, I think we talked about that before too, Anthony, like that. He's one of these guys that it's always like, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? That's what motivates him. And so I don't know. I think he might wind up out there. Maybe he just doesn't want to be compared to his brother. That's just hanging out in Baltimore nonstop. You know what I mean? Maybe he wants to, he's like, but yeah, he's, I mean, Har- Jim Harbaugh has had that personality of just a weird dude. Like he has a weird dude. You just there's just something off of him. But I don't. I'm. I'm I think. I think the L.A. Chargers job would be fun because it'd bring life to the L.A. Chargers, which they don't have out here. No. They try. The local media tries, but it's 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 Rams and then like ten other things and then the Chargers. Yeah, but they, they have so no many. Love. They have so much cap problem. Like it's it's. It's Herbert, who, by the way, is like 500 quarterback. Like, Herbert's an awesome quarterback, but, like, yeah. it's not like he's 34 and 10, you no. know? Yeah. He's like 29 and 29, 30 and 30. They don't have – I mean, they are the only ones that don't get criticized ever. Who? Yeah. Who? Herbert and, and, and Carr don't get criticized for being, like, kind of average. Yeah. And yeah. like this, oh, only if they had X, Y, Z. Right. And Herbert's got – and then Keenan Allen's old, right? That rookie from TCU last year, not very good. Okay. And like, well, I don't know. I, I just not sure that I like the Chargers. I, in fact, I have it to win the Super Bowl this year on some future bet. I know this because I just lost them. Like, uh, I had like Eagles Chargers a few places. So, like, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe the coach yeah. was, was so bad. Like, I absolutely crazy. think that. I absolutely think that. I, Staley was so bad. He was so bad. He was costing them games left and right, giving teams the other ball in, in your own fucking red zone, going for it on fourth downs and shit. I mean, he was just absolutely abysmal. He was terrible. But let's jump to the next segment based on something that you said, Andy. All right, everyone. Time to do me a favor and knock it off. Listen, Mike Tomlin being out in Pittsburgh uh, – the 24 hour news cycle of sports has jumped the shark in what world are the Steelers looking to cut ties with this guy after what he pulled off last year and then pulled up, he pulled a rabbit out of the hat last year. This year he pulled a fucking tiger out of a tin can, got them in the playoffs in one 10, 11. I mean, in what world are they looking to move on? Or do you think Tomlin maybe wants to? I think it's Tomlin. Like, wait, what are you talking about? The Steelers would never fire Tomlin. They only had two other coaches the entire life. They're not firing yeah. Tomlin. But Tomlin, Tomlin's running. Tomlin's a smart guy. He's running in the same. How many more years do I need to see this Steelers team, right? Tomlin gets them to nine and eight. Then, then every wild card matchup, they go to play some team that has way better offensive players than them and better. And then they lose by double digits. Like, it's happened the last, like, two or three years. I, I think Tomlin's smart enough to know, like, Look, you're you're he's plateauing up to a certain level, right? Until he can get a quarterback. Tomlin's awesome. Tomlin spends one second as a free agent uh, coach. Someone's going to pick him up, right? He would be awesome in Philly. Uh, that that would be a really great place for him. People will opinion. be firing their coach to try for and sure. hire him that weren't even looking to fire their coach. Right, but what I'm saying is like it's becoming a tradition, right? Where the Steelers sneak in, we they get a little help in yeah. the last week. They need one team to lose. And then they get their doors blown off in the first round on the, the Saturday or, you know, Sunday, the Sunday noon game because they're a public team. So I, my point is like, it's, I'm sure t- it's tiring for Tomlin. And I, like, he's not a quarterback that they don't have one. 
They're not going to be in the, they're not, they're never good enough to draft one. They have to get a free agent. They'd have to get somebody like Kirk, you know, for that. Like, I don't know. I, I think, I do think it's possible Tomlin leaves. Like, I, I think he's smart enough not to, to be tired of doing the same thing. I think, yeah, Tomlin, they're not firing him. I'm, I'm wondering, like, Tomlin is so uh, buttoned up with everything and the stuff he's put up. I, if Tomlin wrote a tell-all about, like, the behind-the-scenes of the Steelers, like, through his years there, it's it, it'd probably be, like, you'd probably even have more respect for him, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, what he's had to deal with. And, like, I don't know – I mean, not many people do. Like, what kind of say he has in, in personnel and stuff like that. But you're right. It's like – I mean, they got lucky with Big Ben for all those years, and they're, you know, 0 for 3 with their, with their latest picks trying to bring people in with Pickett and Trubisky and – I mean, Mason Rudolph was salvageable, but not win a playoff game a bowl. Right. Where it's like, yeah, people would, people would fire their coaches to get him and like rebuild. And yeah. Yeah. how long has he been there? What is he? I think he got there in what, like 06? 07? Sure. Yeah. 15, 16, right after that so, Super Bowl so in Detroit. Yeah. You know, he's coming up on end of a second decade there. He's been there a while. But it's right. also not like. And not to mention he has kids, right? They're youngish and they're in their teens. Like, I think there's a lot of reasons for Tomlin to walk away, personally. Like, what's his I, contract? I, one more year? One I, more yeah, year. it's getting close, right? So, like, just a lot of reasons. And like, I, I, and no I hate the Steelers, but I've always liked Tomlin, and I right. despise everything about it. the Steelers. Yeah, the Steelers fans blew their team at eight and eight one year. He's the best coach in football. He's the best coach in football, hands down. There's there's no two ways about it. So maybe the bold prediction that needs to be made here instead of like Tomlin's going to leave from some media outlets or from this one is maybe this is the year the Steelers don't steal her in the draft and sit tight and we know what we're doing. It's our ship and here's how we fill the seats. Maybe the Steelers with pressure from Tomlin finally do something they've never done and they rack up like three first round picks trade, move up, get a piece, and try to put it together. They never do that. If they do that this year, then I'm going to be with you guys that like, yeah, Tomlin went to the to front office and was like, I'm gone if we don't start doing something to help me out. You know? But, who, but who's doing that trade? Like the Bears, I guess, right? But like Bears? the Bears aren't going to give the Steelers the number one pick for like 17. That would be, I, I, the, as a Bears fan, you would blow your brains out. You'd be like, wait, we don't even get Marvin Harrison? Well, like they get a couple more. I don't know. Maybe if you get top eight, you get a good, you get a possible QB, like a possible. But right. they say that every year, right? So but well, how about this though? How about if you're Washington or New England, you're both bringing in new coaches, Washington specifically. You've traded away everything you had on defense. You're in full blown rebuild. Why not trade away the number two pick for three number ones and move no. down to eleven? Right? Oh. No. Why? Why? Caleb, Caleb Go ahead Williams, and take no. Caleb Why? Williams is from DC. It 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 th this is a play for the for Washington. It's a bust. It's not a bust. It's Caleb a bust. Williams, that team's got nothing. No. No. No, you got to get a What are you fucking talking about? You got to get a quarterback. There you you get Caleb Williams. No. no. You got to. That is the way the NFL works. Ask the Browns. You I'm not ask, saying they won't do it. Cowboys. Ask, I'm not saying ask, they won't do it, Andy. I'm saying it's wrong. And Anthony, it's not wrong. And Andy have this argument all no. the time. Caleb when your Williams team sucks and you draft a quarterback, he winds up being to. a bust because he can't do shit. But you have to because the quarterback market this year, free agent quarterback market, is Kirk Cousins. He's not going to Washington. He Washington's was, not going to win. You don't want Kirk Cousins. Yeah, Fuck it. Lose again next year. 
you want he you will with Caleb Williams, but Good. you want Caleb Williams to be there in place. One, it attracts a head coach who's worth a shit. That they also have a new group of money. Also, Caleb Williams is from DC. It gets more people invested their money, the fans, into the stadium, into the team, into the apparel, into the game, which is more money for the football team, right? And, and so, like, I don't know. the Washington should be the team trading up with the Bears. The Bears should move from one to two, and and the Washington move from two to one. Like, you, you, Caleb Williams, I would say, in from the since 2011, it would go Andrew Luck, Caleb Williams, Joe Burrow. If all three of those guys were available coming out of college. I think they no. would go Luck, Williams, Burrow. Burrow, you recall, yes, Burrow's awesome now, but Burrow only had one year on that the awesome. greatest in awesome, the history of college football. <clears throat> but he would he would probably be the third quarterback of, of those three. Well, and uh, that's because NFL teams get it wrong at a clip of 90%. I always, I always say if, if, yeah. if Mahomes got drafted by the 1 and 31 mm-hmm. Browns, Mahomes would be at on his like third team by now. Like it 100%. does matter where you go, hundred And I'm, I'm, I am. I mean, whatever. What, what, what the hell do I know? But I've watched Caleb Williams play a lot, and I, I don't see the for sure fire thing that everybody else does. I mean, time will tell. I thought the same thing with Bryce Young. I mean, obviously, time will tell. Um, but it was just like it boggles my mind how many times NFL execs can be like, not just not wrong. Like you can get a player who's like solid, right. And the, like the first, but sometimes these quarterbacks are just so bad. Like just like everything about them that they're drafted so yeah. high, just, but I, going to listen, watch, I get the, the, the Caleb story's good for football from Washington goes to new ownership. Now he's, 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 he's in there. That makes sense from a, financial and business standpoint. I guess you want to make a few dollars. You have to. You have to make a few bucks and keep losing. Is Washington a team that has trouble selling tickets? No. That fan base is rabid for that team. Well, now. You know, what you're saying is in the last like 10, eight games, right? In the last five years when Dan Snyder, of four of those five years when Dan Snyder was coaching, they lost a lot of money. They lost a lot of national TV, right? They lost a lot of everything. So, Again, my point is, he's the best quarterback in this class. It's not even close, in my opinion. And he would get more people, more eyeballs, and and get more community people coming back to the team, which is absolutely what Washington needs to do at this moment. I don't know. He's a pack. He's a pack. No one watches the games out west, though. Not many people watch him play. They just see the stat line. But he lost a lot. Like he had yeah. good numbers, but he lost a lot. So was he doing the uh, the Aaron Rodgers? What he admitted to? I'm not going to throw that pass and try to win the game because I don't want to get an interception and ruin my stats. You remember when he when that yeah. whole rumor came out? And that's yeah. why his stats yeah. were so good. But they were sitting at eight and seven going into the final game because he wasn't taking shots. So I think it's this. You're 100 percent right about that, yeah. Anthony. And I think the style of play that Caleb Williams is. Is great like, arm talent though. He can. Slam. He's got. He's got great arm talent, but he's one of these guys that likes to run around and create, and, and that's great. And that's the new thing in the NFL. It's this giant new fad. But I'm going to come back to what I've said a hundred times. If you're Lamar Jackson and you're special, that's great. But even he's getting hurt. Caleb Williams ain't no giant dude. 
he's going to run around and wind up just like one of these fields where it's like, oh, he's going to miss four or five games every year because he's getting banged up. I'm out on him. And just from a front office standpoint, uh, my stance, I, I can show you a million times where front offices have terrible teams and they go, take that quarterback, take that quarterback. And then they suck. And that quarterback, like you pointed out, Anthony, is on his fourth team five years from now. And the teams that have had success build from the inside get the quarterback when they need him. Look what the line when the Lions are drafted. Everybody was nuts. They needed to get fields. They needed to move up and get one of these quarterbacks. And they were like, no, we suck. We're taking Penny Sewell. We're taking Rag now. We're, we're building from the inside. When we're ready for a quarterback, we'll get one. Now we locked into golf. But look at Houston. Same thing. How many years were they going to roll with Mills? They could have drafted quarterbacks. They're picking high. And they were like, no, we need to get a little bit better. Now we take Stroud. Look what you got. I, I just think that's the way oh, you do it. Look Stroud at two. What do you yeah. think? Like, took straight, yeah, and, and, then they, and they, then they took Will Anderson at three, right? Then they traded. Yeah. Like, they they when got, they were ready. I, they got what they they look. If they didn't have Stroud, by the way, the Texans this year would have been six and eleven. Like we saw them, awesome. we, and that's probably. And let me tell you what: giving them six wins is probably kind, right? We saw the Browns destroy them six weeks ago without Stroud. Just destroyed them. Yeah, and and. and so my point, if you're making what I think is my point, right? The quarterback, right? Nobody, you didn't know who Nico Collins was a year ago. You don't act like you did. You, you did not. He went to, he went to Michigan, right? He's a good, he's a good wide receiver, but yeah. you weren't ever being like Nico Collins, elite wide receiver. Nico Collins is an elite wide receiver because of CJ Stroud. Stroud right? is great. Thank, Stroud is great. Thank, yes. And if, and if my point is you can build two different ways, right? One way is the way. The Lions did it, right? Which is they already had pieces, right? They'd already drafted. They had some pieces. They made some moves. The other is do it the way, in my opinion, the Texans did it, which is get fucking lucky with a quarterback. And then you can you can fucking outshoot everybody. You can drop 40, right? You can drop 48 on what you guys told me last week was the best defense in football. He you torched them. The numbers. He torched them. Listen, right. I'm I'm on I'm a Stroud guy. He torched him, but I'm right. saying so my point Houston is, had Haley. chances to take quarterbacks in years before that, and they said there's no reason we're not ready yet. Caleb Williams, Stroud. Caleb Williams can do the same thing. The team won't be as good, but he can be just as an important quarterback to Washington, in my opinion. As, well, as he, that, he may be, and that's going to bring us to our next point that I want to ask you guys about, and it is Caleb Williams. So I'm glad he came up. Um, I, listen, tell this kid to knock it off all this stuff in the press this last week about his team is saying that they want assurances from the NFL and the bears that they won't be picking him or he's not going to declare for the draft. Now I know he's finally declared for the draft, but where does this kid get off with? Uh, listen, it's not unprecedented for a guy to say, I'm not going to play for it. We saw Eli Manning do it. It's, that's not unprecedented to come out and say, the NFL needs to get together and get on the phone, talk with the Bears, and I need to have an answer on the phone saying they're not taking me or I'm not going to grace your league with my presence. And this on the heels of the stories that were leaking that whoever's taking me, I want part ownership of the team. What the what is going on with this kid, man? See, that that's my like, are you ever like he I guarantee this kid has always been number one <laughs> by a long shot, no matter what he's done in life, right? Then he gets goes to Oklahoma. Then he goes to USC. Never, never has to like compete. Not to say he wouldn't win or anything like that. So it's like, are you going to go to the NFL to a bad franchise and lose games? What are you going to do then? 
Like, that's my whole thing. And maybe that's just a generational thing with the young guys coming up because all these quarterbacks are just getting their rings kissed all the way through college. And that, you know, every single quarterback says, I'm going to be your guy to win the Super Bowl. Manziel got on the phone and told that to the Browns and then went and had a bender. Right, right. The same night. But, like, that – because now, from a business standpoint, it's like, oh, well, now the Bears – we're not going to trade with the Bears because if they draft Caleb, he's not going to play for them anyways. We'll figure something out down the road. It's like that, that kind of – I mean, not to say that's going to happen, but that stuff then comes in to happen. So, like, unbeknownst to him or his team, it's like you just kind of – change the landscape of like draft day based on like and the ownership thing that's just Pipe insane dream. like i'm cheering Pipe against dream. you now you you you, you had five losses in the pack yeah. 12 you were the there was what six teams with better records i think in the pack 12 maybe that's yeah. five. and then he's in tears in the stands because the first time in his life like you pointed out he's not the winner and he's not the tops and he he's in the stands crying after losing to ucla and i'm like you both suck who cares he lost that game <laughs> that was i don't know show. <laughs> andy what are you I, you you seem higher on this kid than we are what do you make of all that man he's he is the best quarterback in the class He's, he is, he, I, I'm confused. Like, yeah, yeah. He, his team didn't win. It's not in college. At, to me, it's a different game than pro. Yeah, that's right? true. And that's it's true. like Lincoln Riley is an awesome quarterback coach. Is Lincoln Riley a great football? Like it's this year's USC team did what every Lincoln Riley team does. It's like preseason number four, going to be awesome. And they lose, they lose about three or four games. It's we didn't do it to Baker, Lincoln Riley. We didn't do it to Kyler, Lincoln Riley, Spencer Rattler, Lincoln Riley. Like Caleb Spencer Rattler's probably still in college. Probably got like six years left of yeah. eligibility. Yeah. Uh, like, I, like you guys are acting like Caleb was the uh, he was the guy that like he he uh, he had to like play all the positions. Like he only two. That's true. USC, I am, I am USC, like that. USC <laughs> threw up like forty five points a game. Their defense was just classic That's Lincoln Riley. Yeah, so, that's fair. Anyway, what he's asking for, by the way, which is what Washington will give him, because Magic Johnson runs the team. If they, if he's good enough, he will get a part of that team in twenty years. Like, it, it yes, yeah, not he, on draft day, not on draft day, but yeah, he'll get the deal. What if the Washington should bring back Kirk Cousins for one year, draft Caleb, and let him learn for like half the year? I waste of money. Listen, I, I'm out on that. Money, these guys, whatever. They'll figure it out. They'll they'll do the yeah. show heads. The next ownership will have to deal with it. Yeah, I guess you're. I guess you're right there. I don't know, man. If I'm, I'm the owner right of the, now. I'm the, I'm the owner of the Commanders, and I'm coming in. I'm like, this is fresh slate. I own the team now. We get a new coach coming in. We're cleaning the slate. I'm not rolling the dice on that. I'm like, let's let's get right before we try to put a kid in there who's we're going to end his career. We're going to you're going to end his career. I mean, I don't know. I think he's. I, I hope I don't know. He's a great quarterback. I don't want to be misunderstood here. He's very good. He's very good. I don't think he's on the level of generational by any means. I don't. I think he's in a system like you pointed out, Andy. He's been in a system where you just pointed out we saw all these quarterbacks come through the system and oh, they're going to be the greatest things since sliced bread. And oh, they've all been drafted so high and none of them have panned out. I'm putting him in that boat. What are you talking That's about? Kyler me. Murray. Kyler Murray is in the NFL. He's What's very he good. Not. I, I'm I, Kyler Murray. I, listen, he's fun yeah. to watch sometimes. He don't win a whole lot of goddamn games. Has that been great for the Cardinals? They're one of the worst teams in the league. They were ten and zero two years ago or something like that. Remember? Yeah, what you, and I, then they what? got housed in the. He got hurt. Right? He didn't play half the year. Yeah, 
You want to just live in the world of like average to bad quarterbacks. Like, no, Kyler Murray's like the best athletic quarterback in the NFL. He's, he's over, over the mark that easily, right? It's not even yeah. close. Like, he's a freak. Can't stay healthy because he's five he's foot ten. Doesn't do me any good when didn't he can't get hurt play. this year. He, 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 only, he got hurt last year, but he didn't get hurt in the games he played this year. He yeah, was good. The Cardinals team was pretty good down the stretch. I, I don't. I this. I don't agree with what you're saying. Disagree with me or don't. But Kyler Murray is better <laughs> for sure than you think he is. That's what I. I, I would also say the cool thing about Kyler this year is he came back from that injury when the Cardinals sucked. We're done. Everyone knew it, yeah. and he played with heart. Like when that was like his big question mark. Like if he was ever going to take a playoff, it was going to be coming back from an injury when your team's sitting on two wins. You know. But right. no, he played yeah. hard. Baker, Lincoln Riley, Baker. Yeah, so, like Baker's like, been he, fine. Baker's been fine. I'm not ripping on Baker. I like Baker, but I'm like, you know, coming out, it was the Heisman guy, number one pick, gonna be, and it was like didn't work out. You know what I mean? Like you recall when the Browns took him one, the whole world was shocked. It wasn't we were, like we nobody thought he was the number one pick. It no, but shock. we thought he was gonna be at least third. I mean, well, that, that he, year, the quarterbacks were nuts that year, right? Yeah. I mean, it was nuts. That was a nuts class. But we'll see what happens with any of that, guys. But, hey, we this has been great. But we got to move up into these picks here, guys. We've been rolling on, man. So let's jump. Let's hit these sponsors real quick, guys. Hey, Old English, it's this official beer, DWMOD podcast. You guys know that. You got to get some for the games this weekend. We got Anthony back again. We're always going to be pushing you guys to get over to rustbeltclub.com. Check out the gear. He's wearing a shirt right now, Two Molars Tavern. You see that shirt on the street and you inquire, man. You say, hey, what is that from, man? And then you find out because it's an inquired taste. Get on the site. Get you guys, get that deal. It's DWMOD30. Get you some sweet gear. The most comfortable shirts you're going to wear. They're comfortable as hell. And let's hear from our guy, Gordon Butterfield, and what just happened. Oh, what just happened? What just happened is brought to you by the RustBeltClub.com. They make the most comfortable clothes you ever wore, and they're guaranteed to be the most conversational. Put on your Rust Belt gear, and people are guaranteed to get inquisitive. That Tom Brady's joint? Where can I grab them cakes? Who won that game? Oh, good morning, counselor. Is that a tooth beer or two? I know that guy. Oh, that's a haunted water park. Oh, abracadabra. And that's the rustbeltclub.com. It's for folks with an inquired taste. It's always a game of chance on the giant water slide, but Janet Kopaklowski's ready to see what turns up on the river. And take off. Oh, she's too stiff. That's a bad idea. Fusion surgery. Oh, my. Let's take another look and see where she destroys vertebrae C4 and 5 and 6 and 7. She's sky high and looks like she died five days ago. Rigor mortis. Oh, oh my. Her back's as red as a beat. Oh, what just happened? That's Gordon. Man, he's got it nailed it again. This guy, I don't know. He's, that's why he's in the Hall of Fame. That's what he does. Time for another episode of All Right Bet. Well, hey. Let's get into it then. That's going to be NFL Pick'em Challenge, guys. Uh, the standings from the weekend. Uh, Andy out quick trying to defend that crown. He's got 19 points. Uh, I'm behind him at 15 points. 
And Anthony, you're you're in third right now with twelve. But I will oh, remind I ended you. up with twelve. All right. Yeah, I will remind you that last year after the first week, uh, Andy was deep in the cellar, made a stellar comeback, pulled within one going into the Super Bowl and won the thing on Super Bowl Sunday. So you're never out of this thing. You are never out of it. Let's jump into the first game here, guys. Uh, we got the Texans plus nine and a half at Baltimore. The over-under is 45. And I'm going to tell you, look, the Ravens are the pick here, right? The Ravens are the pick here, right? But are they? Like, Lamar is the MVP. He's toasting people. Him and Munkin have hooked up, and it looks fantastic. They're averaging like 30 points a game. Their defense is even better. In the last seven games, they've given up 20 points once. The Ravens absolutely look like the team to beat. And, you know, Stroud is a different outlier, though. Right for this defense, he's not a guy that you're going to be able to get. Hey, we'll blitz him, we'll pressure him, we can force him out of the pocket type deal. He's a real deal quarterback. Where if you blitz him, he's going to find a spot and kill you. If you're trying to cloud cover a guy, he's going to get you on the backside. He's got like he's a real deal quarterback. So, I mean, he can beat you in a lot of different ways. So we'll see how that defense can respond to him. But they got to try to keep Lamar from getting in rhythm. Right, that's the way it goes. You got to get out in front of the Ravens if you're going to win. If you start trailing, this game is over and you are toast. Can Lamar finally win his first playoff game? As you pointed out, Anthony Baker Mayfield has more playoff wins than Lamar Jackson. I'm going to say that he's going to exercise the demons here, man. Um, that Houston D's been looking good, but they're not going to be able to handle this Ravens offense. So that's it, man. Give me Lamar and the Ravens. I'm laying the nine and a half. I'm taking the Ravens all the way and give me the over. It's going to be Ravens 38, Texas Roadhouse 27. What do you think, Andy? Uh, I want to do this quickly. I know we're in a time crunch. So I'm going to read you just some overall stats. Can I quickly about a little gambling wise here? Yeah. Home favorites are just 42% against the spread in this round over the last 20 years. One seeds, guys, are 35% against the spread, 10, 25, and 1, when favored by 10 or less. One seeds, by the way, have covered only twice in 20 years on the same day and have gone 0-2 eight times in that span. The average one seed fails to cover by 2.1 points per game since 2003. Also, home teams on a one-game losing streak, San Francisco and Baltimore qualify because they both lost in Week 18 are 3-15 and 15 against the spread in this round. Road teams that missed last year's playoffs, Houston would be one, by the way, uh, and Green Bay would be the other. Uh, uh, road teams that missed last year's playoffs are 27-13 and 13 against the spread, 68%. Division road underdogs, by the way, of 7 to 11 points are 12-23 and 23 straight up. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. So that's just straight up winning. So having said all that, just give you a little uh, uh, teaser into these next two games we're about to pick. Uh, I'm taking Houston at plus nine and a half. I'll take Houston at 10. I'll take Houston at eight. I'll take Houston at 11. The back door is going to be wide open for Houston. Like there's no doubt. The Ravens give up four and a half yards per carry. The, The Texans will have some advantages running the ball, which will open it up for Stroud. Stroud had no touchdowns in week one. He's going to have one or two. The Ravens also are going to have a little rust. Uh, Texans can get a little pressure on Lamar. That's going to make Lamar a little more Lamari and jumpy in this playoff game. So uh, I got got the Ravens winning by about a touchdown or less. So give me the Texans plus nine and a half. I'm all over that number. I I love it. I love the Texans here. I love the, the, the high number. Ravens over. Ravens win over Texans, but also... 
you should bet the Texans money line just in case. All right, For man. Sure. We think Anthony. It's gonna be lame, but I'm literally gonna I'm I'm doing what Andy did. I I, I got at nine and a half is just too much in this in this round. Um, but you know, I think this I'm never gonna bet on the Ravens in the playoffs based on like I don't know if you've watched past Ravens playoff games. They don't just lose. They 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 don't move the ball. It's like no one watched tape on them until the playoffs. But I think this Ravens team's gonna be a little bit different. So I'm gonna take Texans to cover. Ravens to win, and I'm going to take the uh, take the over. I think that over is pretty low, but you know Texans got to go from uh, Joe Flacco to Lamar Jackson is going to be a little bit of a little bit of a shift in how you defend that. But yeah, Texans <laughs> at nine and a half, Ravens to win it, and give me the over. By the All way, right. I, I saw. Let me add one last thing. I remember seeing this is that since 2018, the Ravens under Harbaugh, uh, two and five against the spread, but six and one straight up. So. That tells me you, you probably are going to want to take the Ravens to win, the Texans to cover. Okay. All right, man. There you have it. And, and, I mean, Andy, excellent, excellent stuff laid out there for you guys that are going to be gambling. That's Those are some great points, man. I might have to change my mind at the end of that. Let's jump into this next one here. Uh, Packers plus nine and a half at the 49ers. The over-under is 50. Look, we know the Packers went in there and toasted Dallas. That's an outlier. It is what it is, right? That 49ers D. Is not that Dallas D. We all knew what that Dallas D was. We talked about it earlier in the show, uh, right? And we they put them right where they wanted them, got out in front of them. Uh, this 49ers D is different, guys. There's no doubt about it. Packers offense is going to be slowed down. Uh, that we Andy, we talked about it earlier in the year. It looked like teams had figured out the 49ers offense and Purdy, right? Rush three, yeah. drop, drop eight, get him mm-hmm. in those windows in the middle of the field and gives him a ton of trouble. They figured that out. They have figured that out, the 49ers and Purdy, and he looks like he's back on track. They're playing well. Too many weapons for me on that 49ers side of the ball, and the defense is just too damn good. I think it's midnight for the Packers. Um, They're going to be a popular upset pick this weekend, and I won't be shocked if they win the game because they're looking real good right now. But I'm going to have to roll with Debo in a classic, what you got on my 40 Packers, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to take – this is going to be one of my locks of the week here. I'm going to take the 49ers – Lay in the whole nine and a half and take the under uh, 49ers 31 packard up and heading home 17. That's where I'm at. What do you think, Anthony? All right. So this game's going to decide a lot for our playoffs because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the exact same outcome from Texans Ravens. I am for Packers and the Niners nine and a half based on what we saw last week is I know it's the Niners. They're going to be different, but I don't know that Packers team and love the, I know the other shoe's got to drop at some point, but, like, why not? It's looking good. So I'm going to take the Packers at plus nine and a half. I got the Niners to win it. I think they're going to squeak it out. I think it's going to be a tough game. And I'm going to I'm gonna ride with the over as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, man. I'm going to be on an island here, I think. I'm going to be in the, in the cellar after this, ain't I, Andy? What are you doing? Well, 49ers can't stop the run. They're not very good at it. Uh, you know, Aaron Jones is the healthiest he's been easily. He looks sharp. San Francisco defense is 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 typically great in the in the first half of the game. Second half, it kind of falls apart uh, ultimately, which is weird, you know. And, and they're not really that good at home. San Francisco's defense is not. Anyway, I don't think Green Bay is going to give away the game. They they I think they have the fewest turnovers. I think you know it's going to be that is sometimes helpful for San Francisco. Obviously, they create a lot of chaos, like chaotic plays. Uh, San Francisco's lost three of their last four home games which always makes me a little nervous, right? This team reminds me, the Packers, this game reminds me of Bengals-San Francisco earlier this year, 
where the Bengals came in super hot and everybody's like, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow. And then you're like, oh, San Francisco's going to just destroy Joe Burrow. And then they didn't. And, yeah. San, and, then, and then since he won 31-17 and San Francisco looked horrible. And then they looked horrible to the Ravens. And then they lost, you know, like I, I, I like San Francisco, but I, I, I think this is too many points personally. So, uh, you know, here, here's the one set, though, if you're taking San Francisco, I would like. This is, and, and again, I may switch when it comes to game time. San Francisco has uh, their past 10 wins. Their last 10 wins have all come by 10 or more. So if they win, it's a cover, right? That, that, that is the key. So I, I, I have written down San Francisco in the under. So, and that, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I hate it. I, I want to change my mind so badly. But and I and I may and I, I still may, but I, I'm, I'm going to make my decision in two seconds. I know we're running out of time. I can't decide. <laughs> I want to say Green Bay. I, my instinct is Green Bay. Green Bay. I'm just. I'm going to go with Green Bay to cover, San Francisco to win, and give me the under. Okay. All right, man. There it is. Everybody all over the board. I'm I'm on a lonely island. Let's jump to this next one here, near and dear to my heart. We got the Bucks plus six. At the Lions, the over-under here is 48 and a half, and I'm going to keep it short, man. Great season for Baker. He's done really well down in Tampa Bay. Uh, mm. Nobody saw that coming. That defense is playing really, really well, and the Lions have a chance to make Detroit history here by winning two playoff games in one year. We've won one playoff game in the history of the Super Bowl era before last weekend. We have a chance to win two in the same year. Uh, the Tampa D is tough. But the Eagles are a dumpster fire, right? The Eagles were a dumpster fire. Baker's not going to be so comfortable with Hutchinson and them guys barreling down on him. I think they're going to get to him quick. And I'm just going to – you know what? This is going to be my second lock of the week. Uh, Give me the Lions laying all the points in the world. Give me all my money on the Lions to cover in this game. I'm going to take the Lions hand 100 points to the Buccaneers, man. I'm going to take it, man. Detroit – 34, Buccanopes 13, and give me the over in this one. Anthony, what do you think? All right, I'll, I'll keep it short. You know, that's, that's your book. Let you write that one. Uh, <laughs> I, I, this is my emotional bet of the week, obviously. I still have uh, near and dear the Buccaneers in my heart because of Baker, and that six is a lot. So, oh, man, I, I hate to do this because the Lions are good, but but I'm, I'm taking Bucks also to wow. win it and then the over. All right, sticking with the Bucks, man. They did you well this week. You they never did. know. You never know. Andy, where you at? You know, Lions beat beat them in Tampa, twenty to six this year. Uh, you know, I, I think Tampa Bay is better offensively on the road than at home normally. You know, if you if you even I looked, I was looking it up last night. Guys, I did some homework today, and uh, the Bucks scored a twenty or more points on the road like six or seven times, and at home they did it four. So I just think their offense will carry a little bit. The other, I, the other part that makes me nervous is the second half of Lions games are always, they're, they're, it's a, they're like, the Lions are kind of like the NFL's version of the Dylan Panthers, where it's like some fucking mad, uh, Friday Night Lights, some madness happens at the end of the game. The Texans truly are the Dylan Panthers because their games are whack, wacko from all the way. But the Lions are the NFC Dylan Panthers, where you're like, don't leave, don't leave, because something crazy is going to happen at the end, whether it's a flag or a non-call or a, Hail Mary. So that, that just tells me that I, I, I'm going to want to ride the plus points. Uh, and I, I'm going to, so I'm, I'm going to go with the six. I also think Mike Evans game is coming. I, I like, there's already a prop out like three and a half catches. Like give me the over on that all day. 
so you you can pass you can pass on the Lions. So give me the over, give me the Lions to win, but give me Tampa to cover. All right, man. All right. I also think it'll go up. I also think that line will go up. Oh, last thing too, tease the Lions. That's a great tease. Oh, that's a great tee spot. That's a great tee spot. Well, let's jump into this last game, uh, Andy. This is your ballpark here. The Chiefs plus two and a half at Buffalo. The over-under is 46, and Patrick Mahomes is on the road in the playoffs for the first time in his life. Yeah, that's true. That's weird, but it is true. Uh, Kansas City receivers finally catching the ball last week. They just needed it to be ice-ass cold and hard as a rock, and now they're catching it. There's no drops, right? But, hey, they look pretty good going in this game, but I am riding – Buffalo big time right now, man. I jumped on them earlier. Uh, they look really good. They're playing solid. Allen is keeping it in check with the turnovers. This team looks like they're on a mission. Pounded out the rest of the season. Took Knocked the Dolphins down. I mean, look, you know the story with them right now. They're a little banged up, though. Buffalo got really banged up in that Steelers game, and they've got some guys down. This could be a, this could be a barn burner, but hey, Give me my third lock of the week, guys. Three, I'm I'm locking three out of four games here. I don't normally do this, but give me my third lock of the week. I'm going to take the Bills, laying the two and a half over the Chiefs. Uh, I'm going to take the over in this game, and you know it's Buffalo twenty-seven, Mahomes twenty-three. What do you think, Andy? Uh look, if this is the you know in one week we're all going to be we're going to be laughing as we see Mahomes in the AFC title game again. You could uh, like. It's just it's amazing to, to have that dude on on the team. Look, I, I, I'm as of right now, I, if it's under a field goal, I'm, I'll, I'll probably ride with Buffalo, to be honest. I just think like eventually the year does kind of catch up to you. And I think I think the crowd is going to be electric in Buffalo, just like it would be in, in Detroit. They're going to be ready to eat the Chiefs and eat up Mahomes. But what the, the Bills have become a run run team. And I, I think that's going to give the Chiefs a little bit of trouble. But, you know. I just think it's the Bills' year, so uh, <clears throat> it's their turn. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Last thing before I make before I say the horrible <laughs> words because I'm trying to dodge your way out of it. Uh, if that that number goes up to three three and a half, you got to bet the Chiefs. Also, if the Bills are if it's at halftime and the Chiefs are up twenty one seventeen or whatever, be on it's it's gonna be a close one. Mahomes is coming right. Like so, the Bills need to get on it earlier. Get get on the Chiefs fast, quick and fast. Because in that Steelers game, the Bills were not good the last two, three, two and a half quarters. Anyway, I you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs. <laughs> Give me the Chiefs. Give me the money line. Give me the over. I tell as all that talking, I don't want to bet against Mahomes. Yeah, the there you go. There you go. He, there it is. What about you, Anthony? What do you think, man? Two I, great know, quarterbacks. I think, like Andy said, I think if you had to switch it, it's it's more the Bills year than the Chiefs year. Having said that, it's still the Chiefs and Mahomes. I honestly don't think going on the road is they're going to make it into a storyline. I don't think that's going to mean anything to them. Uh, the only one dropping passes now for the Chiefs is Kelsey, weirdly enough. So I got the give me the Chiefs with plus two and a half, but Bills to win. I think it's going to be close. That's just the, that's just the, this one hits. I, I'm definitely going up in the playoffs, and I am going to take yeah. the over just because. The Bills ended up putting up. They almost covered the over themselves in a game the other day. So I don't want to bet against that again. So give me the over as well. So Chiefs at plus two and a half, but the Bills to win it. And then uh, give me the over. So we're right, 
Chiefs and there you have it. Everybody is on the record for our picks this weekend, man. Thanks, guys, for jumping in. I know we went a little long this time. We got hot on some things, though. We got heated. So, hey, good luck this weekend, guys. Gamble responsibly. Drink responsibly. But have a lot of fun this weekend. Some good football games. We'll see you next time, boys. Bye. See ya. Thanks for having me. Hey, disagree with me or don't. That's how it works. Hunt, hunt.